Hey, how's it going, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of the Mindset Matters podcast. We've all experienced death, and it could mean literally or symbolically. Maybe a close family member or friend in your life passed, or you lost a job, went through a tough breakup, got cut from the team, you name it. Anything that was once a piece of your life and now isn't, is a death. And it's okay to recognize how you feel about it. You should recognize how you feel about it. Whether it's sad, mad, frustrated, confused, or maybe a mix of everything. These are traumatic events that, if not taken care of properly, can lead you down a slippery slope. Say your identity is in those things. Like, for me, 19 years of my life, my identity was in baseball. It was my personality, what I shaped my life around, what I dropped everything for. When I got injured, I felt like I lost myself. I felt all the emotions, angry, sad, frustrated, and confused. From my perspective, angry because I felt like I had been done wrong, sad because my sense of self-worth was in the sport, frustrated because for the first time I realized I couldn't control every aspect of my life, and confused because I didn't know where to go from that point. I spent a year trying to fill that hole, trying to build up my identity and worth, trying to figure out what path to take, trying to find a light in the midst of the biggest storm that I'd ever been in. But I was trying to figure it out myself. I felt I was on my own, and now I understand that even though I was praying and reading my Bible and trying my best to reach out to God, I was still living and acting poorly, making bad decisions. It's no wonder I felt distant from God and that he didn't snap his fingers to fix my situation. You can't pray for an A on a test and study for a B. You can't pray for a faithful relationship and still live an unfaithful life. You can't pray for something and act less. Don't question God and his abilities when your actions don't match your prayers. More often than not, God doesn't change the situation. He uses the situation to change you. And through this, you gain understanding, you grow, and ultimately you grow closer to God. Maybe you're in a storm right now where one from the past came to mind. Think about the parable in Mark 4 where Jesus calms the storm. Jesus and his disciples were on a boat, and there was a windstorm that was coming. The waves were breaking, and the boat was already filling with water. But Jesus was asleep, and they woke him up and said, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he got up and he said, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. He said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? Just because we have God in our boat doesn't mean we won't go through storms. It just means we won't sink. The true meaning of a Christian is someone whose behavior and heart reflects Jesus Christ. And we're not trying to be Him, because we will never be Him. He's perfect in every way. He was a servant putting the needs of others before his, following God's will to a T, loving everyone, even those who hated him and persecuted him and treated him terribly. And he resisted temptation when he was offered the world. And the day before he was about to take the cross, he cried out to God because he didn't want to. He asked God if there was any other way. He knew the pain and suffering that his flesh would take. He didn't want to suffer. None of us do. 
but he chose to trust and to know that God's plan is so much bigger than our momentary afflictions. Our God is so much bigger, but when we're in the struggle and close to the situation, of course it seems bigger. Just like if you put a water bottle in front of your face, it's going to look bigger than the mountains that are 15 miles away. In John 8:12, Jesus himself says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. As followers of him, we need to try to be a light, as a moon reflects the sun. But if you're in a storm, it's dark. It's easy to fall into the darkness. One thought leads to another if you're not careful, and that's how the darkness wins. That's how the enemy wins. And from my understanding, that's why depression is such a pit that you feel glued to and stuck in. The enemy wants you to stay in that pit so you can't be that light, so you can't reach your potential, so you can lose even more to keep you in that cycle. The enemy doesn't want you to be a light. He doesn't want you to help people. He wants you to stay at the bottom of that pit thinking about yourself, thinking about how much pain the world has caused you, ruminating over and over and over in your mind of all the affliction, all the hurt, and all the pain. I felt this exact fork in the road in a recent storm in my life. I'll spare the details, but this was one of the biggest deaths I've felt in my life, if not the most. I saw people I love in the same exact spot I was in a year ago, and I chose to lean on God more than ever to let me be that light for them. I chose to let Him lead me when I had no idea where to go, what to do, or what to say. I chose to forgive and to love those who have done wrong to me and the people that I love. I chose to bear my cross, to put away my selfish desires and fears and thoughts and give up control. I didn't feel ready. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to help. But God is going to send you places you don't feel qualified to go. God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. Jesus' disciples were literally picked up off the road in a world that deemed them unqualified. Fishermen, tax collectors, sinners, in a time where kids and young adults went to school and had rabbis and were educated, these guys had to get jobs to support their families. All of these people were redeemed when they followed Jesus. Jesus led them to a life that they couldn't even fathom, a life of utter significance and love and knowledge that you never could have got on your own. If this happened last year, I know exactly what reaction I would have had. I would have done and said things that I'd regret. I would have burned bridges. I would have let the darkness consume me. And through that, depression and anxiety would flood my mind. But thank God I've changed. And thank God that he's prepared me for this storm. Make the choice to walk the narrow path, to wake up every morning and give it all to God to try your best to live like Jesus. And I promise you that all the storms you take on will be significantly smaller, easier to maneuver. And the craziest thing for me is, you become thankful for the storms. You embrace the change, you let God transform you and lead you to the light. One door closes and God opens another. And I promise you blessings are waiting for you on the other side. That door itself is a blessing. I want to leave you with a verse out of the book of Romans. It's chapter 8, verse 28, and it says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. 
I encourage you today that if you've never made that step, if you've never tried, if you've had bad experiences with God in the past, or if you feel that you've messed up so bad that God could never forgive you, try again. Because for most of us, it's when we have nobody left that we really find God and we realize that all we need is Him. God has the power to restore every broken thing and turn good from evil. And He creates light from the darkness. And if you commit yourself to following Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life, then I guarantee you every storm you go through from now on will seemingly get easier and easier as you grow closer and closer to God. And that about wraps it up for today's podcast. I appreciate each and every single one of you that's listening in. And I pray that if this speaks to you in any way, please, please, please apply it and let God take the reins. So with that being said, stay positive, love others, and have a good week. Later.